Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello and welcome back. I have to tell you something that I am so excited about, and I feel like I haven't been this excited about something for a while. I'm trying to think, which could be completely a lie. I am the person that when you say, what'd you do this weekend? It's gone. It's legitimately out of my brain. I have no idea. This is why I have to look at my phone (laughs) and look at photos to tell me what I did this weekend. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I had a great weekend. I forgot. I just remember now because I have all these photos, but I don't remember feeling this excited about something since maybe David and I went to the Cubs game. I took him there for a little surprise birthday getaway. I was pretty, I was pretty excited about that. But what I'm excited about is I get to crew some of my friends over here in Indiana. They are doing a hundred miler in Leadville. And at the last minute, one of the guys asked me to be on his crew team to just help pump him up and hydrate and fuel and, you know, kind of go throughout the night, wherever the aid stations are to literally keep him alive. And I can't tell you how stoked I am on this. Now, I know to some people, (laughs) this would be a nightmare where you have to travel and then you have to stay up all night long. And I don't know if I'm going to have to run with him at all. I'm not opposed to that. Um, actually I think it'd be kind of fun, but it's going to be raining, I think the entire time. And like I said, I doubt we'll sleep for throughout the run. I I have no idea. I've never, I've never done this before, but I'm so stoked. (laughs) And I love that I get to be stoked by this and not jealous. And that's what I want to talk to you all about today is looking at what someone else is doing and feeling genuine excitement for them and not inadequacy or guilt or shame that you're not doing enough. You know, when I, when they told me they were running this run, there's, I have zero, y'all, zero desire. My, my comfortable running mileage is eight to 13 miles. If I never do a step over 13, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't like it. And so I think that that, I'm, and I'm going to talk about this in a second, but I think that that could be a big part of the reason why I don't have the comparison, but I would have. There was a point years ago where I would have heard them talking about training or signing up for the 100 miler. And I would have felt like, well, I have to do that. I'm not good enough because I can't do that. I have to train. I have to do that too. I can't run 100 milers. I have to. I'm, I'm not good enough unless I do that because they're doing it. So for me to be able to keep up and and be worthy to be here, I have to do this. That was kind of how my brain went 
with most people around me. It frequently came up around exercise because, hello, body image, you burn calories when you're doing all that exercise. So anytime a friend or even someone I barely knew would tell me, I went to the gym this morning, I worked out today, I hiked this mountain this weekend, I would immediately, I'd be like, oh, wow, that sounds so cool. And internally, I got, I'm trying to think of the, it was just kind of like rage almost, just like, well, and, and it was towards myself. It was never towards that person. It was towards myself of, God, you suck. You're wasting your life. Why don't you do anything with your weekends? Why don't you do anything fun? And that's terrible because that is, that's just an awful way to feel. If you are comparing yourself, your weekend activities, your life to literally everyone you come across, guess what? You're pretty much always going to come up last. This is, this is a, a very bad problem, I think, with Instagram is that, you know, before we would just maybe talk to the, our few handful of friends. And if they were all at home being losers <laughs> and we compared notes on Monday or whatever of, of what did you do? Oh, nothing. I just cleaned the house or I gardened or, you know, we went to the lake for a couple hours and then, but that was pretty much it. It was kind of low key. You didn't know. You didn't, you weren't inundated with these hundreds of thousands of people living their best life, having it be shoved down your throat. You just had like those four or five people that you talked to and you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not doing that bad. But the problem now with social media is that it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. We can't get away from it. And so this is where it really comes back to taking initiative in your life for your own happiness of, is this person really worth me following? You know, I unfollow and mute people all the time because I'm like, a damn, I cannot keep up with this life. I cannot keep up with this life. So I know I started off this episode telling you how there's this big adventure, this exciting thing coming up, and I'm not feeling jealous or envious. I'm feeling genuine love and excitement for all all that they get to do this upcoming weekend. And it can still pop up. You know, it doesn't often creep up like a hundred miler for me, again, kind of out of reach, not really something that I, I want to do. But it's when things are a little bit closer to you. You know, it's when your friend does something that you could do, you know, it's like when you hear someone loses 150 pounds and you're like, wow, okay, cool. I guess like you're not jealous at all unless you need to lose or want to lose or have lost 150 pounds. Like, but for a lot of us, you hear, oh my gosh, I lost 13 pounds by doing this thing and I feel so amazing, blah, 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 because it's closer to where you're at. It sends this zing of comparison up your spine of like, oh, maybe, maybe I should do that. Maybe I need to be doing that. Or, you know, if you're already hiking and stuff 
and you hear someone summit some mountain that you've been wanting to do, you're like, that's what I wanted to do. That was the thing I wanted to do. And it's that resentment. And also, very often, the judgment towards yourself. I've been having a lot of consult calls lately, and I've loved having these, but there has been a very, very common thread amongst a lot of these conversations. So if this is you, please hear that you are not alone right now in this. And that's a lot of these these calls that I'm getting on. Women are like, I just feel blah. Like I'm going to work, I'm going home. I just feel like I've kind of lost my excitement and my zest for life. I just, I don't really know what I'm doing. I just feel like I'm going through the motions, but nothing's really there for me. So if that's you, again, you are in very good company. You're not the weird one out of so many people. Like I've I've had a it's a it's an alarming amount of women that I've talked to that have all said the same exact thing. So you are absolutely not alone on this path or this frustration. So one thing I'm curious to know is during your day when someone does say something and you get jealous, is that a sign to yourself that you actually want more of that in your life? Because there's telling you what you want more of in your life. It's kind of like an arrow or an alarm, like, hey, that would be nice. I actually want that. And then there's just this constant inadequacy. I'm never enough. I'm never doing enough. I'm never enough. And that's what I was talking about in the beginning of it's nice to be free of the constant kind of this measuring stick, trying to constantly keep up with everyone. And that doesn't necessarily mean, well, it absolutely doesn't mean that jealousy or feeling envious or inadequate is just poof. It's, it's gone for Renee. She never experiences that. No, absolutely not. But it's dramatically decreased. And the reason for that is because I have started doing in my life things that I genuinely feel good about, things that I'm genuinely enjoying or excited by or want to be doing. When you're not doing any of the things that you want to be doing, it's very easy to get jealous and resentful and angry at people out there having fun. It's very easy to fall in the comparison trap to feel like I'm wasting my life. And that is one way you can interpret that information. But if you have been feeling this just kind of blah feeling, the next time you notice that, the next time someone says something to you and you get that like, I should be doing more, I'm not doing enough. What what I want you to ask yourself instead of is, Do I need or want more of that in my life? Hmm. 
Because a lot of times when I'm having these calls and talking to women and ask them what do they want more of, what you know, they're they're just kind of general they're like very broad answers like i want more adventure i want more fun i want more excitement like okay cool but what does that even mean because that to you versus me versus someone else those are going to be very different activities ways of doing them lengths of times different amounts of effort what do you want more of in your life Instead of just constantly measuring against everyone else around you in, in, in Instagram or at work or your friends' cycles or circles, what do you genuinely want more of? Do you really want to run a 100-miler? Do you really want to climb mountains? Do you really want to go to brunch on Saturdays? Do you really want to join a book club? Are you craving connection? Take those signs as kind of directional arrows for what you want more of in your life. If you notice yourself feeling that guilt or feeling that just like, oh, I'm not good enough. Why is that? Really start to challenge that because when we don't, you before you know it, you've measured yourself up against the 38 people you just scrolled past across on Instagram. And the truth is, you don't even want that. Like, you don't even want to go summit a mountain. <laughs> you, you genuinely don't. But you don't ask yourself enough questions about it. You don't think about it long enough to get through that initial thought of, I'm, my life sucks. That you just stop there and you scroll on. You stop there, scroll on. I mean, it's just incessant. It's just like bam, 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 bam. Instead of, do I really want that? And if the answer is yes, that's good to know. It is damn good to know. Because now you can do something about it. But when you never take it one step deeper, when you're just constantly settling on that first gut reaction of, I'm not doing enough, my life sucks, you never get any information from it. It's just kind of useless. It's just kind of pointless pain. So if you're going to feel the pain, at least get something from it. Or if you feel like you've moved through some of this, if as I'm talking to you, you've realized that a lot of your life was spent comparing yourself to everyone else. Your life was spent as the person that when people would compare weekend notes, you always felt like a loser. God, I knew I did. I knew I did. I would swing between kind of like dramatic highs and lows, which is most has been most of my life. Highs and lows. Like I'm either living the best life or my life absolutely sucks. <laughs> and that was because like I had a couple weekends back to back that were just particularly amazing. And then I went back to just being my normal boring self. And I was like, oh, my life sucks. I'm not doing anything great. And it's for the most part, not that anymore because I have created things, put things in my life, put people, places, and things in my life that help me feel 
nourished and fulfilled and satisfied. I have stopped following some of those people that I was just like, you know, it's just, it's just really isn't working out for me anymore. Like, I'm, I just, I don't need to know. I don't even really know you or care. I don't. So I'm just going to go ahead and unfollow you because I'm never going to be the person that goes out and like does solo hiking backpack trips and takes the best views and has an incredible feed full of mountains and summits and snow and blah, 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 all the things. But I could if I really wanted to, but that's, that's not really where I'm at. Like I'm working on other things. And when we have those, our eyes looking at everyone else, scanning everyone else, we, we really do forget to nurture what we actually have going on in our life. We forget to feed those relationships. We forget to attend those events because we feel so bad about the, the whatever that we saw earlier that we're like, ugh, I'm just not even going to go. And then we just stay there. You just stay in Dumpyville of wishing your life were different. And yet when the opportunity presents itself, you feel so bad from looking at everything or comparing yourself mentally that you don't go, you don't show up. And it just, you just stay there. So ask yourself, are there people that I actually need to unfollow? Are there people that just like, just aren't serving you? for where you're at at this point in your life. You just don't need to know about their workouts or what they're eating or how their vacation, whatever, wherever you're at where you're like, you know, I'm, I just don't need this. Do yourself the solid and go ahead and mute or unfollow them. But the second part is, what are some of those emotions in your life directing you to? What are some of those thoughts and reactions telling you that you might like more of? And if there is something in there, if you're like, you know what? I really would like to be more active on my weekends. What it often is, is I want to be more active on my weekends. I want to connect with my girlfriends more. I want to cook more. I want to work out more. And I've really thought about doing more crafts. (laughs) And then you have five like kind of pretty big things that would be overwhelming for any person. And so you do none of them because it is so overwhelming. So if you want to do those five things, great. You have a, you've got your work cut out for you. Put them on a post-it note and, and prioritize them. And what sounds like the very most fun right now? You're like, oh my gosh you know what? I really do want to get out more on my weekends. I want to do it while the weather's nice. I want to do it while, while, you know, that's still kind of light out. I have longer days of light. So for the next three weeks, I'm planning three hikes and your brain's gonna be like, well, we can also do the crafts and the food and the start piano lessons too. And it's like, just chill out. (laughs) Just go ahead and start with the hikes. Just let it get started there. Go out and start doing those things. And, and the thing is, is that it kind of takes a couple of weeks for the shift to settle in. So I was doing this thing recently where I wasn't on my phone. 
I, I mean, like by probably like 75% in the evenings, my phone use went down. And right away, like the first couple days, I didn't really notice. But like a week or so later, I really started to feel the impact of that. Maybe it wasn't even, maybe it was like five, six days. Either way, it wasn't the next day where I was like, I feel amazing. It took like a week or so. I can't really remember. But I felt better after a while, after consistently doing this new behavior. I was like, I'm just, this is, I'm getting sucked in. I don't like this. I don't like how I feel. It feels important. It feels useful. It feels beneficial. And it's not. It's tanking my mental health. So I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to take kind of an aggressive step here. I'm going to decrease my phone usage in the evenings by like 75%. And wouldn't you know, I felt a hell of a lot better. Like noticeably. I even said to to David, I was like, "My, my mental health feels a lot better than it did a week or two ago by making this change. Take care of your damn self. You don't owe anyone an appreciation post, a follow, a like, a comment. And the truth is they probably don't even notice if you're doing those things anyways. I know that I will often do that to feel like I'm a part of it, but really I just feel bad. And so it's really taking control of your own life. I talk about this all the time in in my one-on-one and group coaching of emotional responsibility. When you are blaming how terrible you feel or how sucky your life is right now or how whatever it is on other people, it feels good for a second because it feels <laughs> feels good to blame someone, right? Like I definitely, I love to blame people too, but it only feels good for about a second. It feels so much better when you take charge of how you want to feel. And I don't know if you're like me, but personally, I have to be in a lot of pain to make a change. <laughs> like one of those, mm, this is uncomfortable. I'm going to change. No, I'm like, mm, this is uncomfortable. Let's do this for the next eight months. <laughs> then I'm going to change. I mean, that's just kind of the way that I am. And I think maybe I've gotten better, but possibly not at it because I just don't, I just don't, I just need to be in a lot of pain and discomfort before I do something different. And if that is where you are, do something different. Okay, my friends, wish me luck in Leadville, and I will be back next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. 
Thanks for hanging in there.